The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they can put the bounce and the boing in your step. How about that? The review of the Goofy News, which proves that Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Most news is not only goofy, but pretty much worthless and definitely uneternal. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blasted assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I took the boat in to get to the studio today. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Bye. Oh, sorry. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly what my son asked me today while I was talking to him on the phone. This one phrase. Yeah, but can God speed it up? My answer was, he can, but probably won't. Here, that's the way that goes. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you got a recipe, we're here. If you've got praise reports, we're here. If you've got prayer requests, we're here. Because we're here to encourage one another and strengthen one another as we see the return of our Lord Jesus Christ getting closer and closer and closer. You want to know if it's closer? Step outside and look up. You will be like, oh, it's it's closer. Yes, it is. Here's what you got to do. You got to reach out to us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, I will tell you this so that you can be prepared. It's not like having your feet in cement. I want you to recognize this. When you call 972-445-0770, you might feel a small wind because you know what? You'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Let me tell you what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. That's like coming in from the rain when it's cold and sitting down by a warm, gentle fire. Praise God. 
That's nice, isn't it? Here's the other thing that you can do. You can text us. We love that. Text us 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Man, that was perfect. I'm telling you. Right there. You can text us or you can email us, David at he must increase.org. That's David. At he must increase org, not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious or anti-disestablishmentarian, just David. And then that little A and the little circle that goes around the A, and then the he must increase org as well. You can reach out to us uh, through the website, and we encourage you to go to the website. And there's a couple reasons why it's not uh, all. Uh, about money, although money is a part of it. It's not all about money. On the website, on the front page, there is this box that says praise and prayer, or prayer and praise. I can't remember which one I put in there. But anyway, if you just click on there, there's a little form. You fill it out. Nobody gets that information but me. And so if it's a prayer request or a praise report, we're glad to communicate it. We're glad to pray with you. We're glad to share your praise report. If you don't feel like doing it on the radio, it's right there on the website. Can't miss it. This is like right in the front. Additionally, there is a place to give, and if you don't want to give through the website, there's a couple of different ways to go about it, and that's what the website provides, as well as some encouraging videos and some encouraging writing. So it's an experience all by itself. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. When somebody opens up a fortune cookie and it's a really good one and they, they jump up on the table and are excited about it. While it's raining <laughs> and the rain is coming inside the house. And the rain is coming in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right, folks. It puts a bounce in your step. That's all you got to think about. How did that put a bounce in my step? I don't know. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open with prayer. Two things I want to cover. One, we're going to pray for safe driving because we have people that listen through the radio uh, in their cars. And then also we want to pray for the comfort from the Lord for people who are going through hard times. So let's do it together. Let's just combine our faith if we may, if you can, if you will. When two or more gather together uh, in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And if two or more agree upon touching anything, it shall be done. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. We come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you. You are so good to us. Your kindness exceeds us, and I just I can never get tired of saying that, Lord. You are much better to us than we are to you. There's just no question. And, Lord, we've got people driving around in our community right now, and it's a little uh, dicey out there, as you uh, heard me praying to you uh, today. And I'm just asking you, Lord, that you would keep people safe, keep them alert, put protection around them. If something is bound to happen, then put angels around them and let them be safe in the process. And at the same time, Lord, I want to petition you for those people in our audience who are really hurting. I mean, they are just really in pain. And some of it is physical and some of it is emotional. And some of it's even psychological. doesn't matter. You're a God of comfort. And we come to you and petition you and ask you to bring your healing power into their lives. And that they would not be, in their heart and mind, thinking that they're alone, 
but that they would have the comfort that you are with them. Because when you're with us, Lord, we can handle anything. We just pray all of these things in the powerful and precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Okay, so we got the prayer going. We got that going. We're going right into the book of Hebrews because this portion right here is of unbelievable, incredible, awesome, uh, fantastic stuff. So we're in Hebrews chapter 9. We're at verse 25. He did not do this to offer himself many times as the high priest enters the sanctuary yearly with the blood of others. Otherwise, he would have to suffer many times since the foundation of the world. But now he has appeared one time at the end of the ages for the removal of sin by sacrificing himself. People want to know, well, are we like at the end of the ages? Is this, I mean, why is that 2,000 years the end of the ages? And there's some argument in the church that the, the church is 6,000 years old, and now we're going into the 7,000 year, and so it's the end time, or the first uh, two, the last 2,000 years is the end because in the economy of God, a day with the Lord is 1,000 years, and 1,000 years is a day, and all of that stuff. And all that's great. I mean, I, I don't have any problem with anybody standing by any of that. Here's what we know for sure. Here's how Jesus defined the end as it's getting closer and closer. Wars and rumors of wars. Yep, yep, yep. That requires mass communication. So yeah, we got that going on. Famines. Yep, yep. We hear about that all the time. There's 5,000 commercials a day on television for it. Uh, earthquakes more than ever. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, but the real biggie in this whole process is the increase of persecution, which Jesus defined, because being a Christian 40 years ago was hunky-dory fun. Now being a Christian in the United States of America has become somewhat dangerous. You put a bumper sticker on your car that says Jesus is Lord and somebody that doesn't like the faith might key your car. I don't think that that's a reason not to put the bumper sticker on. It's just that 40 years ago, that wouldn't have happened. Now it happens. Now when you're a Christian, you're a bigot. <laughs> You're this, you're that, you're whatever. It's like, come on. Oh, 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 goodness gracious, the one that they always say now, if you're a Christian, you're a racist. Oh, my goodness, makes me want to vomit. Hey, here's one that we should be throwing right back at people. Hey, if you're not a Christian, you're going to be toasty fried. <laughs> Maybe we should say that. If you think a marshmallow could get burnt, wait till you see what happens to you if you don't repent. Yeah, see, I think that'd be fun to go back that way, but... Yes, I recognize we're probably not going to do that. I understand. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is being a Christian now is much more difficult than it was 40 years ago, but that doesn't mean that you need to be sitting there just looking for an escape hatch. Now, I am one of those people that believe in all of the eschatologies. I know you people are like, well, how can you do that? You can't do that. I can do whatever I want. Yes, I can. I'm a, I'm a Baptist and I'm Jewish. I'll do whatever I want. And I really hope premillennial pre-rapture is exactly correct, pre-tribulation rapture is exactly correct, because let's be honest, if the Lord comes back before it gets super, super bad, I ain't going to complain. I'm going to be happy. Like, doo -doo -doo, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. If the Lord wants to come in the middle of this show, let's go. 
But in the meantime, we're not going to sit and cower and sit in a corner. We're going to occupy until he comes. We're going to stand firm in our faith. That might mean there might be an increase of persecution, which Jesus said was going to happen. Here's what I know. I know that Luke chapter 12, verse 12 says, at the time that we have to say something, the Holy Spirit will give us what we have to say. I don't have to have a prepared speech. I have a prepared God who helps me. And so while this is going on, the communication of Hebrews is, look, we're coming towards the end. And the proof of the end is that Jesus comes in once, one time for all, as the high priest at the end of the ages. And he's going to remove sin. He's removing sin by the sacrifice of himself. I'm like, wow, that is so cool. What do we know about Jesus? That when he came, it meant the clock is ticking, and it's not ticking upwards. It's a countdown. And I can't wait for the buzzer to go. How about you? Isn't that what we're living for, to spend our eternity with God as Christians? How fun is that? Crispy crap. <laughs> You're racist. You're going to be a fried Twinkie. <laughs> It's like, well, I think we should come up with stuff like that. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Let's get into our text. Colossians chapter. We covered everything, right? Okay. Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, two through four. Whatever you do, or I'm sorry, it's uh, actually Colossians three twenty four. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. Is something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture tells us that whatever we do, now we've gone through this a couple of times and we have to go through it uh, multiple more times to really grasp it, but that phrase, whatever we do, happens to mean whatever we do. That's what it means. And we're supposed to do it enthusiastically, with an eagerness, not with an obnoxiousness, with an eagerness to do it as unto the Lord. So the things that we're required to do that we have to do, there should be a disposition, an attitude of enthusiasm that is connected to the Lord. It's not that you like to do everything, but if you can understand that in the doing of it unto the Lord— You're doing it with a different priority in mind. You understand that? In other words, what you do, do it unto the Lord and do it with this attitude of a full heart and an eagerness. I had somebody, I'll say her name, Susie Lopez was at KPRZ. She was the direct marketing director. Uh, Susie did the marketing director for San Diego. She said something to me one time that was so profoundly simple, it was irritating because I had to do something for a client because that's what you had to do at Salem. And I was like, blah. All right. So she said, Dave, she goes, if you can't get out of it, get into it. And it was like, that was really good advice. If you can't remove yourself from it and you have to do it, at least do it right. 
I mean, do what you're going to do and do it with the right attitude. Do it with the right spirit. Do it with this uh, uh, better mindset. And I think she was more right than wrong. No, I'm not talking about doing bad things or anything like that. So stop. That's, that's weird stuff. I'm talking about doing it as unto the Lord and recognizing that when you do it that way, it is from the Lord and only the Lord that you will receive the true eternal reward. You might uh, go through whatever your process is, but when you do it as unto the Lord, you can recognize that the Lord is the one that brings the reward. And that's just living your life for the Lord. And that's just good, right? I mean, that can't be a bad thing. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Now, I'm well aware in that very first segment, I ramble on. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Keep them rambling going right. Okay, anyway, the bottom line is, could you imagine me doing that for a two-hour show instead of a 90-minute show? Boy, you guys would be like, turn that guy off. All right, here we go. Uh, first trivia question. What does the name of the prophetess Anna mean? What does the name of the prophetess Anna mean? Huh? 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 Anna. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. It is not lost on me that my seventh grandchild is named Anna, so that's probably helpful for me to know what the name means. Um, I'm not going to say I help suggest it, but if I was going to use my mom's approach to things, uh, I help suggest it. <laughs> just going to say it. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to do our DNA. So let's check and make sure dynamite D's ready for DNA. We're ready to do a DNA. Here it is. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. Spend some time with the Lord. Got to do it, man. You just got to spend some time with the Lord. Just stop it. You know, I know, I know that television show is good. I know that binging is great, but five minutes? And that's going to be the issue. I just I know people don't think this, but when you stand before the Lord, it's not going to be about where you're going to eternity, but the Lord is going to say, so uh, on this date and at this time and for 20 years, all you did was watch television for like 95 minutes or two hours and you could spend five minutes with me? That won't be nice. Anyway, that's D, draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. Luke chapter 9, verse 26. You don't want Jesus to be ashamed of you. Don't be ashamed of his word. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which puts other people in your vision, in your path, in your life, in your processes. That's so important. That's why Jesus came was to help other people. He didn't come here for himself. He came here for us. Want to be like Jesus? Think that way. Boy, will you take a burden off of yourself if you put more of your mind time towards others. 
you will feel less sorry for yourself and more engaged in the things of God. Uh, here's our trivia question again. What does the name of the prophetess Anna mean? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. People doing a good job on the text responses so far. And then also you can send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. I will remind you to be praying for the ministry for wisdom because we as a ministry need wisdom. Why? Because we ain't that smart. We need help. And I will tell you this. Oh, I should. Should I tell? Should I tell? Should I tell? Okay, I'm going to tell. All right. We have selected a book. And I'm going to tell you what the book is. Uh, before everybody goes, yay, or boo. Actually, it'd be like boo or yay. Okay, before you do that, be aware that we have other books that we're concluding. Okay, so there are five books that I'm looking at that are coming right behind this, but we will be starting in about two weeks, specifically 2 Corinthians, and the reason that we will do it, and I'll tell you right now, is because of all the books in the New Testament, it is the least taught with the least amount of notes, studies, and commentaries compared to any other New Testament book. It's like, ooh, that's not good. And there's so much in there. So we are going to do 2 Corinthians. Behind that is going to be 1 Timothy as well as we're going to be looking at uh, another gospel, Judges, 1 Samuel, and Isaiah. Get ready. It ain't going to end until the Lord says you be done. And I hope he doesn't say you be done until he comes back. That's kind of what I'm hoping, but you don't know. Uh, all right, that's our triv question. Get ready to go right back into the Hebrews text, which is a really important portion. Uh, the question is, what does the name of the prophetess Anna mean? If you think you know, 972-445-0770-214-210-8483 or send an email, David. At he must increase.org. This text is one of a this is a very powerful pointed moment in the Hebrews book. This is Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. If you do not have this marked or circled, you should have it some kind of indicator. And you'll understand when you hear what the passage is. I'm going to pick it back up. From halfway through verse 26 of Hebrews 9 says this, But now he has appeared one time at the end of the ages for the removal of sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for people to die once, and after this, judgment. Two things I'm going to tell you. Amazing. The Lord just showed me something that I didn't even think about. But I'm going to share that in a second. One, when I was a younger lad in the Detroit area, we used to go to a place called Farrell's. You ever go to Farrell's? Farrell's ice cream. Hello. Right? Most of you are like going, oh, yeah, Farrell's. So when I went to Phoenix, guess what they had at Phoenix? They had a what? Farrell's. Farrell's ice cream. Yeah. Didn't last. I don't, don't know if there's any more left, but it didn't last very long. So anyway, after I became a Christian and I'm at Farrell's in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, my waiter comes up to me and him and I were talking. I was reading my Bible. 
Yes, I actually read my Bible at Farrell's. Can you believe that? That's kind of weird, isn't it? I believe that was my good news Bible. And uh, he was uh, made a comment, and I just said, yeah. I said, well, well, how, well you know, what do you think is going to happen when you die? And this is what he answered me. He said, well, if I do bad or I mess up, here's what I know. I'm going to be reincarnated and get another opportunity to do it better. And if I don't do it better that time, I'm going to be reincarnated again, and I'll have another chance to do it better. And there's no scripture or no anything in any belief system that says that won't work. And I immediately go to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, and say, just as is it appointed to people to die once, and after this, the judgment. So here's the problem with reincarnation. Ain't going to happen. Here's the problem with all the stars who do movies, and even some of the movies I like. It's fine. It's great. It ain't going to happen. Okay? All right? I'm just telling you, it's not happening. It's appointed unto man once to die. And by the way, the word appointment means get ready, because this is a mind blower, an appointment. <laughs> so here's what it is. You're going to die once. If the Lord tarries, you're going to die. Once. And then the judgment. In regards to judgment, let me just explain this. It's really important. People think of judgment, and they th always think of God in judgment. Well, the Christian won't have any judgment per se. Well, that's not true because we do get judged in regards to what we're taking in. We're not going to get burned by the fire, so to speak, and we'll be saved from the fire because we'll be saved. But we're, there's going to be an evaluation of what you take in and what you don't. And people that go around saying, well, everybody's equal in heaven, never read Jesus because Jesus mentioned the greatest in the kingdom of God and the, and the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and the least in the kingdom of heaven. So none of that's true. It's just blow that out. That's ridiculous. So here's the bottom line to the process. We are going to die once, and then we're going to be evaluated or judged. Now, what happens in between all that? That's the eschatology fun part. That's cool. But it is a once die, and that's it. So the reason I want to tell you this is I had this dream like four or five nights ago that I told Noel about. It was just kind of weird, and I still don't know if it's from the Lord. It wasn't a taco, but I just don't know if it's from the Lord or not. But anyway, I was in this kind of pool, and there were these kids, college kids. It seemed like young, either young marriage or college kids. It seemed more like college kids to me. And, and, and they asked me just to talk briefly about, just like for two sentences, about uh, judgment and so my response to the in the dream was I explained to them that when we stand before the Lord, what's great for us is that there will be a judgment, but the judge himself is going to get down off of the bench, put on our clothes, and take our penalty for us. And then I said in the dream, and, and that's going to be a one-time, one-and-done that you have to acknowledge. And then I just said, anybody who's not acknowledged Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, put your hands up right now because it's time to become a Christian. And half the room raised their hands and became Christian. Is that a prophetic dream? I have no idea. It was a cool dream. But my point in telling you that is this. People are going to die once and then the judgment. And if they are not saved, that judgment scenario is going to be bad. For their sakes and for your own heart's sake, make sure they know the truth, right? Okay. What does the name of the prophetess Anna mean? It means grace. Grace. That's the primary definition. My seventh grandchild 
a child of grace. Here we go. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Oh, no, it's not on his tail. It's on his face. I've ruined it. Oh, no. Well, that's okay, though. Somebody else will come along and get it right. Thanks for coming to my birthday party, Stewie. Oh, I wouldn't have missed it for anything. I've never been to a party before. Want to watch me blow out the candles? I would love to see that. And gosh, Bobby, I'd love to play with some of your birthday toys, but only after you've played with them and only if you say it's okay. Protect. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth. 